Welcome to Risk Ready, presented by the Private Risk Management Association. Hello, and welcome to the Private Risk Management Association's Risk Ready podcast. This show is for risk management professionals in the high net worth space. My name is Kurt Turnison, and I'm your host for this episode. I've been a high net worth insurance advisor at Ericsson Insurance Advisors for over 15 years, and I also own a software company called Risk Review that helps insurance agents gather information from prospects, clients, and others through our library of smart forms. In today's podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you some strategies and tips and education about how to use social media specifically in the high net worth space. Whether you're using it to expand and enhance your personal brand, or it's a marketing strategy for you to obtain new clients and speak to existing clients. We're going to go through several different areas that are important to understand with respect to social media with a specific focus on how it's being used in the high net worth space. I hope this information is helpful to you, and please be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll be notified when we have new episodes available. Thank you for your time, and enjoy the podcast. Hello, my name is Kurt Turnison, and I'm the founder and CEO of Risk Review. And I've been a high net worth insurance advisor for over 15 years. I want to take this opportunity to thank Lisa, Chris, and the Private Risk Management Association for the opportunity to speak with you today. I also want to thank everyone on this call for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about social media in the high net worth space. I've been using social media in my business and personal life since 2004 and can tell you it's a critical component of my overall business strategy. I'm excited to share my knowledge and experience with you on this topic today. First, I want to get you excited about this too, because there's so much opportunity for you to take advantage of. And once you understand how you want to incorporate social media into your business, you can open entirely new channels for your business to grow in. And best of all, the new channels can be targeted to what you are passionate about and where you want to spend your time and energy. So let's get started and dive into understanding social media and how you can better utilize it to achieve your goals. First, let's start with some quick stats on social media. Approximately 233 million Americans use social media in 2021. And as you can see by the chart, it's been quickly growing over the last 12 to 13 years. 54% of agents served by National Underwriter Property and Casualty Magazine said that social media is an essential tool for their business. And 50% of agents surveyed by the same magazine said that social media is an essential component of a modern website. Now, five years ago, those statistics were very different. So agents' usage of social media has changed dramatically over a short period of time. And lastly, over 70% of customers expect a multi-channel experience. This is from Aureus Analytics. And that means, what that means to me is they not only expect to talk to us on the phone, receive emails, but they want to see us on social media as well. There are a huge number of people engaging on social media, and agents are recognizing the need to engage with them where they are more than ever. So why do you need to get involved in social media and use it for your business? Well, because consumer expectations and preferences have changed in two primary ways. First, they want to use the internet to power their customer journey. And second, 
They expect a well-thought-out customer journey that focuses on providing them with an exceptional customer experience. And social media, quite frankly, is a solution for both of these. Of course, it's not the only solution, but it's a very good one. So the first step with any new initiative is to set goals or to know your outcome. Your goals will depend on where you are with respect to social media in your own practice and what you want to achieve. So I recommend starting with the SMART framework for setting goals. SMART framework means they should be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. An example of this could be for specific, uh, your goal is to develop new referral partners from LinkedIn. Measurable, you want to conduct a Zoom or in-person meeting with a COI prospect you met on LinkedIn. Attainable, you want to make four new center of influence relationships. Make it relevant. This goal drives new business development for your practice. And make it time-bound. You want to achieve these goals in the next 30 days. Other examples of outcomes that you can focus your energies on are filling your pipeline with prospects, receiving testimonials for the work that you do, getting people to attend your events, networking, staying connected with clients, getting people to join your groups on Facebook or LinkedIn, providing education, and staying connected with clients. Once you have your SMART goals set, the next step is to design a thoughtful strategy to help you accomplish your goals. But before we go there, let's discuss one of the most important aspects of designing a social media strategy, and that's being mindful about the process you are about to undertake. So what does it mean to be mindful about your social media practices? Now, being mindful about your social media practice means three things to me. Number one, be true to yourself and who you are, just as you do offline. Don't, don't pretend to be something you're not or someone you're not. Number two, think before you speak or on social media, write or do video. When in doubt, delete it or ask someone else for their opinion. Don't post just because it's something you have to do. Find a way to post because it means something to you. And last, know the pool that you're swimming in. In other words, understand your company's preferences for social media and understand the, co the company guidelines. Review the social media policy and work within those guidelines. These guidelines are in place to protect you and your company. If you have a question about something, just ask. It's important to be mindful as it shows that you really care about what you're doing and that will resonate well with your audience and other stakeholders. Next is a fun part. It's time to invest in your business and give yourself the tools you need to present yourself and your business professionally on social media. Most of the tools are probably already in your possession. Things like a smartphone, and a professional wardrobe. Very basic. And one thing I want you to, uh, to know, and maybe you already do, is that over 50% of insurance searches are performed on mobile devices. And in our mobile-first world, 
many insurance searches are run on smartphones, which makes calling uh, an agent more seamless than ever. So with this in mind, get comfortable with your phone and using your phone to engage with social media because that will help improve the process and speed it up for you. And also, there are some platforms that don't work well or at all on a laptop or PC. So get out your smartphone and start thinking about it as a gateway to your social media accounts, if you don't already, of course. Next is your appearance. This should sync with the market you are looking to attract. If your niche is horse owners, perhaps you want to be seen in equestrian gear or stable, uh, or stable clothes from time to time. Just do whatever you are comfortable with. If you intend to do a podcast, you should have a quality microphone to ensure you sound good on the other end. Shore, Rode, and Focusrite are some popular condenser microphone brands that podcasters use. You'll also need a podcast hosting account to host your podcast and publish it on iTunes and other channels. Buzzsprout is a good solution for this. With audio, you may also want to use an audio service to improve the quality of your sound, and Alphonic.com is a free tool you can use to boost the quality of your audio recordings. Now, video is a great way to get your message across, and for that, you're going to need a tripod or a selfie stick to hold your phone or video camera. Or maybe you're just sitting at your desk recording videos with Zoom, that works as well. And another good tool to help record screens uh, and record yourself is, screen, is cast, uh, screencastomatic.com. Lighting is also important when it comes to video. This will ensure the viewer sees your video clearly and has the best viewing experience. A ring light is a popular option to ensure your face is properly lit up. Also, your background is an important consideration. This is as important as the way you look in your videos as you can either, it can either help or hurt your personal brand. Invest in some interesting art or something that fits your personality to have in your background. It should be clean and welcoming. Once you have your video, a video editing app like CapCut can really help you polish up your videos. Putting captions in your videos makes them more effective and makes them more accessible. An app like Mix Captions can help you add captions to your videos with ease. Also, when you're putting together social media posts, stock photos can be very helpful. A picture's worth a thousand words. Pexels.com offers free stock photography, or you can use iStock Photos for premium images. Once you have the photos, you may want to organize them into a specific format. Canva.com offers many templates and ideas to help you create attractive social media posts for all platforms. As you build out your customer journey, there are certain tools that will help you convert viewers of your posts into prospects. Calendly.com can help you automate meeting scheduling, and landing pages can help with specific sales messaging and collecting email addresses. There are so many more tools out there, but these are a great place to start. Now, choosing the right platforms for you is the most important decision to make when you're starting a social media strategy. You want to choose platforms that will bring you closer to your target audience. You also don't want to choose too many platforms. 
My recommendation is if you are an individual marketing yourself on social, you should start with one platform and then build from there. Once you get good at engaging with that platform and are having success, you will start to identify naturally opportunities to expand your reach through other platforms. Then you can start working on multiple platforms. You might find that one platform is good for networking while another is good for branding and attracting new relationships. There are five main social media sites that insurance professionals are, uh, professionals are utilizing today. LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Some people are delving into other platforms to test them out and finding success. Now, LinkedIn is designed to promote your work experience and facilitate networking among business professionals. Twitter is designed to help individuals and businesses share information with short statements and images. Instagram is designed to help in individuals and businesses share images and video clips. Facebook uh, connects people around lifestyle topics that are more personal in nature. And YouTube is great for long-form video, things that, go, uh, that lend themselves to educational topics, demonstration, and webinars. There are also now a lot of agents creating podcasts as well, which is very exciting. Again, start small and don't spread yourself too thin. Use the platforms that will bring you closer to your desired outcome and audience. Once you've selected the platform that you want to engage with, think about the content that you'll be sharing and what results you hope to achieve. Now, when we're on this page, we're talking about personal brand. The first image is an image of a Starbucks cup. And what do you think about when you see that cup? Well, for me, I'm a fan of Starbucks. So when I see that cup, I see, I think or feel uh, professional, clean, sturdy. The cup is a very sturdy cup. I can refill that for a week straight after cleaning it. Uh, and it's very comfortable. Uh, so it brings, together, it brings to mind these different feelings and emotions. And you want to have that same thought process when you're designing your own personal brand. Now take a look at the second image. And this is an image of people. And this is what you're putting out there. You're putting out yourself. And how are you going to do that? The clothes you're going to wear, the style, uh, the comfort level that you have when you're on camera or in pictures. So these are th the, the types of things that you want to think about. And one of the, th um, the, the things that I like to do when I'm working on my social media is I like to think like a marketer, not a, sell not a salesperson. And although you may be in sales and trying to win new customers, social media is about joining the conversation about things you or your audience cares about. And in so doing, you can set yourself up as a trusted resource. Thinking like a marketer will help you craft your story about who you are and what's important to you. It'll force you to think about what's important to your audience and what you can do to help them besides just selling a policy. Next, have a clear, crisp answer to what you do. And I see a lot of examples of this on LinkedIn and in various profiles. There's a quick, clear explanation of what people do, which really helps people understand and get to the point of the matter. Lastly, develop your own branding guide for how you will present yourself on social media. 
This doesn't have to be too complicated. Things like what you will wear, what types of articles will you write or cultivate, how will you comment or engage with other people's content, what will your background look like, who will you talk to, what topics will you focus your attention on, will you hold the phone when you video or will you have a stand for it. So again, with creating your branding guide, keep it simple and authentic and you're going to do great. Okay, you have your platform selected and your personal branding guidelines thought through. It's time to start inviting people to connect with you. Even if you've already done this and you have over 5,000 connections, there are always more people to connect with. Remember, 233 million people are on social media. The name of the game here is making as many meaningful connections with others as possible. This can start with people you know personally or who you do business with. Clients, or referral partners, colleagues, or competitors. And if you're nervous about making connections, don't be. There's two things to keep in mind here. First, hundreds of millions of people have flocked to social media to be part of the conversation and achieve their goals. Second, the worst that could happen is they decline your invitation to connect. So what? Smile and move on. As long as you're being professional and your heart is in the right place, you will do well. And the great thing about social media is once you have established your brand and made several connections and consistently engaged with the, with the platform, people will start to find you or seek you out. It's very similar to starting a retail store. You start with inviting friends and family, and then word of mouth spreads, and people you don't know will start coming to your store. Give them a reason to come to your store. What do they get for just showing up? And after connecting with people, start engaging with their content. Ask them what they think of something in the article they posted. They're posting it because they want others to see the article. Read it and highlight an interesting part about it and ask for their opinion. They will appreciate that because you're helping their post get more attention. And they also get to share their thoughts. Next, set up your feed uh, slash wall and unfollow those who do not aid in your mission. So over time, you're going to connect with people, you're going to follow people, and, and you're going to notice the types of posts that they do. And sometimes uh, some people's posts don't jive with what you're trying to accomplish. So just make sure you clean those up and unfollow those folks or companies. And lastly, share your connections posts on your wall. There's an option to do this in most social media platforms. So you, and, and it shows that your connections, that you like the content they're putting out and want to share it with your connections as well. They will appreciate it and you will also uh, receive benefits from that as well. Now you're moving. You're connected. You're engaging with content. Now to create your own content and start posting. There are basically two rules with posting. Rule number one, consistency is key. Rule number two, refer back to rule number one. <laughs> uh, just kidding, but it's true. Uh, consistency is key. You want to have a plan for how often and when you are going to post and then stick with it. Once you decide on your brand and the type of content you want to disseminate, 
Set up a calendar with reminders and goals so that you are consistently posting on your platforms with the content you want to be associated with. I recommend at least once a week to post something in line with your brand. And this can be sharing an article you found or posting a video of an interesting update. Consistency is important because people, uh, because you want people to know that who you are and that you are committed to being on social media. It's just like anything else. If you're committed, you will find other committed people that want to help you and have you help them. Make sure that you're putting your whole self into this post and not going and just going through the motions. That is easily identifiable. Take the time to really think about your post and what you're trying to say or learn. A couple other quick tips. Be genuine and thoughtful. Develop content with an organization and then post it with them. These types of collaborations can be very helpful to expand your network and your message. Join or create groups and engage with the content being posted. Give your knowledge freely. Follow associations, companies, and people you are interested in. Attend events online and offline. And you can even create your own groups. And when posting, be real. Do video as much as you can. It, the, the, the response that you get from videos is significantly more than from written posts. And a written post with a picture can be very effective as well. The time of day does matter. So be sure to look out for uh, the right time to post for your audience. And your perspective matters too. People want to know what you think. I want to wrap up this presentation by encouraging you to jump out of social media as much as you can. It's very easy to get lost in it. So it's important to think about ways to bring your connections into the real world. Once you get talking with someone, ask if they want to meet over Zoom, or better yet, at a coffee shop. The sooner you can transition your connections into more involved relationships outside of social media, the better. This will make the connection more meaningful for both of you. Thank you for taking the time to learn about social media in the high net worth space. I want to thank the Private Risk Management Association again for the opportunity to speak with you on this Thank you for joining us today for the Risk Ready Podcast. We encourage you to subscribe, download, and review our podcast. Until the next time, stay risk ready.